you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. It's on. <laughs> we hear you guys. I like that. Right? I, sound, I like right? that. It's simple. It's to the point. It's, right? It just gets it going. Are we here? Or are we here? This is great, right? <laughs> well, I'm here and you're there. Uh, and and friends over there. Right. Nobody even noticed she was there. <laughs> hey, hey, friend. Hey. <laughs> hey, friend. Hey. I was trying to slide in like the mysterious one. <laughs> oh, I love your little sexy voice. I was trying to slide in. She's sliding in like one. she a DM. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to what your Wednesday is now going to be. This is The Friend Zone here on Loudspeakers Network, and it's a brand-new podcast hosted by myself, Dustin Ross, friend from HeyFriendHey.com, and Asante of all things Hey Asante fame. That's right. Yes. That's right. (laughs) And this is something really special that we are so blessed to be able to bring to you guys every Wednesday. It's a celebration of all things dope, all things cool, um, we, we're going to delve into health and wellness, overall wellness, not just physical wellness. We're going to make you laugh. Some things we talk yeah. about may make you cry, but it'll be a good cry. And even if it's, a, if it's an ugly cry, just try to sit up straight and <laughs> use your best side, right? <laughs> oh, my God. So welcome to our official first episode, which you will be hearing on August 19th. And we are so excited to to bring that to you. We're actually taping a week early this week, uh, our first episode you know, it's all kind of shit that goes on behind the scenes that really ain't none of y'all's damn business. Right. So, but we had to do this seven days before it releases. So we wanted to give y'all the raw. Absolutely. <laughs> Thereafter, it will be a weekly, you know, we record on one day and it comes out the next day type thing. So yeah, we're well, so excited. Yeah, and we'll have more of a set structure. But today we just wanted to give you guys the tone so you could just see if you feel it. That's it. <laughs> I hope the tone doesn't become... Uh, me and Dustin terrorizing Fran. Like, that's what it feels like. It's going to be That's hard. already what it is, though. Everyone knows. Listen. <laughs> While you have um, activated charcoal on your face. <laughs> uh, oh, for a second, I was like, did you just call me a bitch? <laughs> I'm like, are you saying I have activated charcoal on my face? I felt like you were speaking another language to me for a second. You're going to okay. have to teach the people about all that because they don't know about that. I just tried to catch my reflection in the thing. Like, well, goddamn, is it under my eye? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, but no, so... Right, let's okay. jump into quick introductions, right? Okay. Let's do that. Why don't we tell the people who we are? And and since Fran is our beautiful oh, female health co-host who is just amazingly <laughs> everything that anyone would ever want to be, Lord. we would like to introduce her to you first. Okay. Well, hey, beautiful ones. Uh, I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Fran Hey on the internet, mm-hmm. on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a YouTube channel that focuses on... 
um, just healthy, natural, conscious living. Mm-hmm. And I speak on everything yeah. from you guys. I speak on everything <laughs> from skincare to hair care to mental hygiene, just anything to to make our lives uh, of higher quality. So mm-hmm. I'll be bringing the Zen vibe to the podcast and also laughing at the mess that I know we're going to be bringing up as well. So that's who I am. She's also like super cute. She has the best hair this side of the Mississippi <laughs> and the today, other though. side too. <laughs> she, <laughs> she is everything and Fran helps us because like I'm crazy. Asante is is manageably crazy. And <laughs> yeah. so like but I think that's why the dynamic is going to be awesome cuz we're going to get to see so many different layers to the mm, topics yeah. that we bring up. They're going to see the, the dynamics change too. Li- yeah, they will change. Cuz you're going to be crazy one week, I know it. <laughs> I know well, Frank gonna come in here and be like, I watched all of the trash while I was doing, <laughs> while I was twisting my hair. Like, I knew it. Right. And I'm also the one that doesn't have a TV, so this will be... She doesn't have a fucking TV. I don't have a TV in my house. I want to control my vibes. My we talked to Fran about... Okay, so y'all check it out. So, like, we kind of hang out and shit, and, like, we're friends, right? And so we talked to Fran <laughs> and about... like, we're friends. Right, like, <laughs> you know, like, outside of this like shit. Like, we actually like each other Yeah, like, we didn't room. get, you know, like, cast for this show. <laughs> right. We literally have friends. But anyway, so, like, when we talk about the shit that we talk about, which... For those of you who are familiar with us from Twitter or just being around and shit, you know, we watch TV, we watch the Ratchet stuff, we watch all of that, and we kind of stay on the, 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 the brink and on the pulse when it comes to all those things. But when we talk to Fran about this shit, she just sits there and smiles and looks really cute. She's like, we're like, Fran, you don't know? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. Damn, like... <laughs> Oh, what could we be doing with this time? Okay. You know, we are here, that, uh, we are here spending our time doing this, and she's trying to show us how to have quality time with things. Right. right. I'm like, you guys, we could be meditating. We could be making <laughs> almond milk. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So many options. But you know what, though? That's a lie, though. I know who these characters are. I know Jocelyn and, hey. and Stevie. Shout out. Stevie. <laughs> so oh. it's not oh. like I'm completely oblivious to the, you know, pop culture icons of our time. But it's just that um, I'm someone who's just decided that when it comes to my home, there's I have to be able to control what comes in. There's levels know, to that shit. Yeah, there's so much craziness outside and on the Internet. And in my house, I just have to keep it a certain vibe. But I'm totally aware, though. She ain't lying either. It's like when you go over a friend's house, it's like the <laughs> moment that you walk through the door. Like, there's, she lives in a really dope, you know, space. And Both so, like, and- yeah. <laughs> and, like, even, like, the spaces that are not specific to her apartment. Like, you know, even when you're in a hallway and shit, it's nice. But the moment that, like, you walk through the door. You turn that corner. It's like you start, like, you levitate and float <laughs> into the living yeah. room. Like, levitate. when you come in, like, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> right, the Friend. music starts playing. You, you smell the incense burning. Even when there's none burning, it's just like. Oh, you, you still smell, smell it. Right. You still smell it. You still it. smell it. And, it. and it just goes to your soul, the depths. And you're just like, damn, I'm never leaving friends. house. It just right. makes you want to ask her questions and shit. Like, yep. you think about what's going on in your life. You'd be like, so, friend. <laughs> And I'm always sitting on the floor, right? And then everyone sits on the floor. My apartment is literally Love Jones. Like, that's how it feels. Straight the fuck up. Like, Fran, for real. Right? Yes. And it's it's nothing to just get Indian style. It's nothing to sit Indian style in your house. You just come in, sit down, like, oh, we in Fran's house. (laughs) Um, But I think that's what's going to make this podcast fun. Because I think a lot of 
Um, not that I'm calling myself a spiritual guru at all, but a lot of the people that are more in tune with the spiritual side, they also lose the fun of living sometimes I notice because they're just so focused on vibrations and frequencies and chakras and it's like okay cool but the average person is a lot more complex so you mm-hmm. so you allow me to be like a hood rat hippie which I appreciate which love. I am too you know what I mean I'm from the projects of Harlem hey. so it's like I can't really front like you know I wasn't born doing yoga so right. I think it'll be fun to be able to play with y'all on the things that y'all watch and then play with me on the things that I watch. That's right. Let's we can talk about mesh. chakras and then we can also talk about how God is blessing all the trap niggas. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what's your what's your name, gentlemen over there? <laughs> across um, the way. That just killed me. <laughs> <laughs> the first of many bullets. Um my name is Asante. Uh right now known as Twitterless Asante. <laughs> Twitterless Asante. <laughs> I had to delete that shit. People were talking about nothing. There's too much going on in the world. I was like, I can't do this right now. But um I'll be back. I like to call myself a creative curator. I just like l- love all things art, music, TV. Like I just am a sponge. I'm always trying to learn some shit, be in some shit. And a lot of that just so happens to revolve around ratchet shit right now. But, <laughs> you know, I still, you know, I got my little Osho book from you, you know, philosophies hey. on top of, you know, dollars in the strip club on top of, you know, whatever else comes my way. So <laughs> what's your return date on that book? Oh, I got like one week left on that. About a week. I got a, about a week ago. About a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I got left. But um, That's another story for another time. Like, guys. Right, right. Anyway, right. go ahead. I'm sorry. But if I don't finish, I know I can always check it out at the library of friend. So, okay. The library of friend. That's right. I can go sit in there and meditate. I should have just put the book on my forehead while I was at your house. I probably would have read the whole thing <laughs> this, in 10 seconds. This just dude. had it up there. Um, oh, well, this book was you, the you shit. You fucking download I, it through friend chakras. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got a stone for that? Like a stone? I could just like for knowledge, just put it on my head and soak the entire book up. Okay. If y'all knew the du- the the stones that these dudes have asked me for, <laughs> but that'll be for another day. <laughs> right. We gonna go. I have a list of stones to ask you for. I need a stone to teach me how to twerk better. Like I need a stone to make my chicken always be good no matter where I go. Like Lord. I went to this restaurant, the chicken was undercooked, and that's just offensive. You don't give it when you have black people and you serving them chicken. You supposed to take that extra moment to say they black. Let me make sure this chicken is not pink in the center. Hell no. Right. Well, Dustin. Dustin Ross, tell us You're about. You're done. It. I There's am so done. much more that they need there to know about. There is so much you. more, but you know, I'm a process. Like oh, I like okay. I, I want people to see like a little bit and just get like a taste, and then throughout they'd be like, huh, I didn't know. So you're giving them a little shoulder and, and taking it right back. That's right. I'm we a I'm a jack coming. of many trades. Yeah. You we know, have a story coming too that you told us right at the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I forgot what it is because you not be smoking, but cigarettes. Nice cleanup. It just means you're hot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So my name's Dustin. Uh, (laughs) What? My name is Dustin, and one of my most favorite things to do is to make my friends laugh, which I just accomplished because Asante is over here cracking up now. I'm not cracking up anymore. That's a lie. Well, he was, so. (laughs) I still did it. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. I'm Dustin. I act. Um, I crack jokes. I am, you take sexy pictures for the gram. I, I, I like to document my life, <laughs> yes, and use Instagram as the platform to do so. And it is my preference that the documentation does have a little sex appeal. So that is what I do. Um, I... I don't know. Shit. I'm Dustin Ross. Uh, see, look at you. It's hard to talk about yourself. No, it's you not hard it to talk about yourself, but it's just like, damn, like, you don't nobody want to be that nigga that's like, and we say the N word on this show. Sorry, oh, absolutely. Y'all. Don't nobody want to be that nigga who is just like, you know, 
oh, you know, bullets. This is who I am. Right, just giving up resume One, two, three, and shit. Four, five. Right. That's why I was like, I'm a Jack and Minnie trash. Y'all take it how y'all You know, want. yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I am a New York City transport almost five years deep. Uh, and I truly do feel like I found myself when I moved to New York City. There are so many things about myself that I did not know, was not expecting, and was hit with, you know, once I moved here and kind of dived into this world that I knew nothing about. I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Michigan. Um, and that's, you know, where I come from. Hey. And so I bring all of that shit Well, this is pretty here. awesome because we have... Detroit, right? Yes. We have Atlanta. Yes. And we have TL. Harlem. Yes. Nice. I'm feeling that. Yes. Big so, true love. That's what's up, you guys. So that's just a little bit about who we are. Naturally, as the time goes on and episodes mount up, you'll hear uh, <laughs> more and more things and get to know us. This podcast is called The Friend Zone for a reason. Go for actually, it. for a multitude of reasons. Uh, number one, we are actually friends in the literal sense and number two that's the environment and the general tone that we wanted to have with our listeners um, and we wanted to include you all in our conversation with one another as friends right. there's a really dope segment on this podcast called asking for a friend and there's a story behind that that we'll tell you guys one day but uh, <laughs> where, where we actually will be soliciting you for email submissions for advice questions um, inquiries about how to be more healthy and well via the beautiful hey friend hey and all of her wealth of knowledge um questions about whatever you want to ask us and so we have an email address that we will be giving to you when we get to that point but we're not at that point yet so we're going to keep it the fuck moving uh yes <laughs> <laughs> and so each week we're going to open with a hot button issue um where we talk about whatever is going on currently in the news uh in pop culture in the media whatever what this else? week right this week because we are uh, experiencing a seven-day delay for all of the right reasons, <laughs> we're going to talk about ourselves. And I think it's appropriate because this is our first episode right. of The Friend Zone. So let's be friends with our listeners, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. So but I don't like a whole lot of new friends. So. Except yeah. for this, we want lots of friends. We want all okay, the friends fine. we can get. I guess I could be friends with them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Dustin, mm -hmm. we're going <laughs> to... You were going to bring in the hot button of, okay. the, of the week, right? Let me tell you guys what happened to me, right? Because something did happen and I need mm. advice. Like, I need your help, tell right? Kind of need your help. Kind of feel like I have figured out. Is this going to be like an Ayala moment? But fuck it, like I'll share. Right. So, okay. I'm ready. Have you ever cried on big black bosoms? Have you ever cried <laughs> on big black titties? So, okay. Well, I guess it's not me titties. <laughs> Right. Okay, y'all. So, look. So, I met somebody really, really dope, right? We have all the fun in the world together. Every time we hang out, it's such a good time. And you guys know that I'm a person who thrives on having a good time. I like to be happy. I like to laugh. I like to talk shit. Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day is mm -hmm. a, a part of my fucking makeup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm a fundamental person. Like, that. that's who I am, right? So, and we were actually having Sunday fun day when this happened. So, okay. So... I was at an event with my friend who I met, you know, maybe like, well, I met this person a long time ago, but we started spending more time together probably four months ago. Um, we always have a lot of fun and we have like an ongoing joke between us where we grab each other <laughs> uh, behind, like on our tricep. We grab each other on our tricep as if you're like snatching a child up, right? Like, didn't I tell you? Like, we do that right. in public in the most inopportune times, in the most inappropriate places and settings. Like, that's what we do. It's hilarious. We laugh, right? So, you know, this has been going on for literally probably like months. This is just kind of what we do. 
And so uh, we were at this really cool, like, festival, outdoor festival-type environment, mixing, mingling, meeting new people, running into people we knew, whatever. You know what I mean? We were having fun. Our spirits were high. You know, it was great. And so... I like how Dustin looks over at me. Our spirits were high. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Because you would understand. So, so... I feel you. I... <laughs> crack the joke now um there are other layers and there's other context involved but it's neither here nor there i cracked the joke and basically they got upset right (gasps) yeah they were like you know this is not the right time for that like why would you do that you know you don't respect me it became an issue of them not necessarily feeling as if i had respect for like them and what they say and for me it was just kind of like no like that's just you know it's just a joke that we crack I really didn't know and so I found that I um I don't know I just was kind of going off of you know our interactions what we do we always have such a good time to like literally every time we hang out we have a good time and so I was just like my bad you know what right, I mean like but don't be don't I didn't like the way that they reacted once it happened in the parallel, it was just so like, but it, but I, yeah. So <laughs> I kind of just let them go and then I left, you know what I mean? And just, and just went and did my own thing. And you guys know me and I'm not like a lever. I'm a person who kind of like gets to it while it's going down in the moment. I'm like, no, here's what it is. You know what I mean? Let's talk about it. But in this case, I was like, it's probably best for me to just leave. They kind of walked off and like, that was it. So afterward, I started doing some thinking and I'm like, man, even though I know that my intentions weren't bad, you still have to respect people's boundaries. Right. And you still have to like I I believe in listening, which is part of why I was so thrown off because I am a big listener. I hear people when they talk to me. I don't just hear what I want to hear. Like I, I literally hear what you're saying. And so. Even though, like, you know, we had had conversations and different things, you know, that's just kind of what we did. That's how we interact with one another. And I don't want to say did like it's past tense because we still hang out. But it just was like, that's how we got down with each other. So why was it such a trigger that day? Right. Right. But again, in my efforts to be fair and in my efforts to really approach this from a perspective of wanting resolution as opposed to just not liking how I went down, I, you know, gave some thought to my actions. So I'm like, do I have a problem respecting boundaries when I feel like I'm close to someone? I'm like, maybe that's my problem. But then a part of me was like, fuck that. This is what you do all the time. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this person was just having a bad day. Maybe it was whatever. But then I was like, I actually was having a bad day that day. And I hung out with this person to escape my bad day. You know what I mean? And so I very well could have been the person who approached the situation like, I'm having a bad day, so let me be extremely sensitive and have all my triggers be up. And the things that, that you normally do to me that we laugh at with one another, let me get pissed off about them. But then I didn't think that was fair, and that's not really who I am anyway. So I kind of just ate it. And I was like, okay, this person was having a bad day. Let me just reach out and apologize for what happened because what I knew for sure was that I had upset the person and what I also knew for sure that that was that that was not my intention. And so I kind of felt like that superseded, you know, my discomfort with 
the way that everything happened. I feel like, you know, it's more important for me to pay attention to the the facts, the underlying facts and the, 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 the end result, which was that I made this person that was important to me upset. And that was never anything that I wanted to do. So how do you guys feel about, I guess, boundaries like that? Like when it comes to you maybe not having the best day, but you're interacting closely with someone who you are extremely close with, who you know very well, whatever. Do you let it slide? Do you bring everything to their attention? What's your take on it? Well, I, well, I must say, I think it's cool that you actually sat and thought about all of those things. Because the I average, did. yeah, the average person would have just been like, well, "Oh, yeah, that. exactly." Like someone else being annoying, and then just go <laughs> play with someone else. Yeah, right. and then just probably stop texting them or kind of write them off. So I think it's cool that you actually had some sense of compassion. And, you know, the truth is the fact that you said you were having a bad day, you could even think that maybe you were unaware of how triggering whatever it was that you said could have been because you yourself weren't in a good space that right. day. You know right. what I mean? So it's so many different things that it could have been. But the dope part is that you actually sat and thought about all these different right parts of it you know that that's a, what i do every all lot. of my friends know i'm the one that's like come let's let's sit let's let's communicate Explore all the dynamics <laughs> of every part of the universe no it's true i'm the first one to be like you know i, I might be triggering your childhood you know right <laughs> yeah Did i say something your mom used to say like let's talk about it i mean these things are very real you know like yeah a lot of the things that all of us flip out about in the present 99% of the time have something to do with your childhood or some kind of crazy trigger, an ex. I mean, it's rarely in the now. Yeah. So I'm I'm all for sitting and, and having these conversations. Did you actually call him, though, or you just had these conversations with yourself? I, we talked. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. So it's all past. We talked up? after. Um, this is so grown. I love it. Like, you have to be, right? <laughs> I, I, um, because my, my thing is this, right? Like, if it's so, and this is another, I just, I'm such a work in progress. And like I told you guys, moving to New York really, really changed me because I was thrown into environments where I'm from the Midwest. I'm used to being around people that, when you're in a group of people, everyone's there for that reason. You kind of just know. You know what I mean? Everybody just works, goes home. Everybody's trying to just make it. It's 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 normal. Well, my yeah. interests are so diverse here that I've been thrown into groups of people where I normally would not be with them. And so I've had to kind of relearn. I've had to re-socialize myself. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so I've just been paying attention along the way. And because I'm a person who has... Um, vividly decided to live life on my own terms it's important to me that I never have a perception of being selfish or inconsiderate or like a bad guy right. I never want to be that dude you know what I mean and sometimes I know that my behavior and things that I do and say can be misconstrued as such and I don't want it so bad that I'm doing all this work on myself to, to make sure that conscious, I'm aware right yep mm -hmm. and so I definitely reached out to this person um I offered an apology my, my thing was we could get into details and semantics and all that kind of stuff but like what do I know for sure right that's how I approach shit I'll be like okay D what do you know for sure? What I knew for sure was that I had made this person upset right. who was someone I did not ever mm -hmm. want to do that with. And so I wanted to identify that first. So I reached out. I'm like, hey, I hate what happened. Um, I 
know that I made you upset and I never wanted to do that. So I'm really sorry about that. I'm not sure why you got so upset, but I know that you did. And I'm sorry that you got upset. I really love this. Well, <laughs> that was received as like, what do you mean you don't know why I got upset? That's, like, that's the part that I was just like, oh, there you go. <laughs> like, what do you mean you don't know why I got upset? Like, here's why I told you, you know, X, Y, Z or oh, whatever. So he was combative. I don't want to say combative because I feel like that will. Yeah, they were combative. I don't. But but like but my thing was again. I knew they were upset, so I was just like whatever. Like normally in my real in in life, right? If it's someone that I know, there is a compassion that exists for me. I've been in so many situations, and I live my life daily with circumstances that re- that, um, you know that that require people to be non-judgmental of me. So because of that, and because I know that I need that from people, it's important for me to live that way and to personify that and be a person who is non-judgmental, who always considers other people, right? So that's what I did. And I'm like, yo, like it's so, so when it's people that I know and it's people that I interact with, I definitely like go the extra mile to make sure that they know that, listen, I, I like you matter. Like I value you and your feelings and shit, right? If it's a stranger on the street, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. And like, it's what, like, I can totally keep it moving. You can be upset in your box and I don't give a fuck. Like, I really don't give a fuck. But when it's people that I know and that I care about, it's different. And so even after they didn't really understand why I was not clear on why they were upset, I still was like, yo, it's just important for me to let you know that I do value what you have to say or whatever. So, like, I apologize. <laughs> we've kind of moved on. It literally just happened two days ago, so it's still fresh. But we've clearly moved on. Like, things are fine. You know what I mean? But I don't like making that mistake. And so I think I look back at the situation, and it's like, okay, D, what you? could you have done differently? Right. What did you miss? You know what I mean? And moving forward, how will you be? Like, what what will you do? So, help. Well, I think as important as it is for you to be seen and viewed a certain way, it's important for that other person to have been heard. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, yeah, they probably went off and it was probably the wrong time or whatever. But like, obviously something happened and they were going through that and they just kind of needed to be like felt on that. So by you apologizing, you know, they say it's for the self, like, you know, when you're trying to give thanks or whatever. But you literally, from what I'm hearing, it just seems like we're like, oh, you know, I you know, I know I offended you, and I'm sorry for that. But Mm-mm. it's like well, I didn't. I didn't do one of them backhanded. Well, no, I'm not. I'm just. You know I'm, I'm just saying? giving you like the short, yeah. like, like it just sound. It for me when you were saying it just kind of came out like, um, you know, I didn't mean to offend you because that hurt your feelings. Like, you know, this was my intention, as opposed to like, you know, your feelings were this, that, and the third, and I get that, and I'm sorry that I hit that, <clears throat> because it's like you just keep put from so what there I'm hearing. Was the it second like, apology, right? <laughs> and the second apology consisted of. Just me being like, fuck it. Like, you know what? I'm sorry. Okay. Like, I don't want that. I don't want that kind of energy. Like, I'm really sorry that all of this happened. Like, I don't want you to feel like I don't hear you or like the things that you say don't matter because they do. Right. So I'm really, really sorry. I don't want to stop hanging out. Like, I don't want none of that stuff to end. Like, I want you to know, like, I'm really sorry about all of this. Right. And they were receptive to that. Yeah. Like, I mean, apologizing for whatever is never going to mean, oh, next minute, let's be fine. Right. So. And the truth is, I mean, I I think everyone's probably gone through that where you may have 
said something a little shady or were in a bad space, <laughs> caught someone at the wrong time. If y'all are really, really friends or if there's mm-hmm. really some kind of emotional thread there, it might take a little bit, you know, to get past it, but you always do. It was no different than the relationships that you're in. You know, you hit the bumps and then you get past it. And yeah. if you don't get past it, it's because you weren't supposed to. I kind of tell the truth, though. Like, it was hard because, like, there was well, a part of me that was like, that okay, person. first of all, motherfucker, you was laughing when I did the shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and second of all, don't be motherfucking talking to me like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I had to, but that was your I had ego. to suppress all of that right, right. because what was more important to me was the relationship you know, the nature of the relationship and the interaction, which is so far from, like, <laughs> what I normally do and who I normally am, because normally I I don't, like, okay, <laughs> be mad, but you ain't finna talk to me like that. You know what I'm saying? And that's right. it. And if you want to keep talking like that, then let's take it. That, you know what I mean? But I didn't, because the person mattered, I didn't want to, like, make it be that type of situation. So. Right. Just trying to be, I'm just trying to be a good Dustin. I'm just trying to be the better well, Dustin, you like about that you on know. Saturday. Okay. You know, <laughs> I'm just trying to be a better Dustin and just be like the best me that I can be. And so when I have these, and, and because of that, I always there's always forethought, right? Like with me, I'm always thinking first when I act. And right. so when I have these flubs and like when things like this happen that kind of come out of nowhere, but then after I reflect and look back, I'm like, okay. That's where I could have gone left instead of going right. Then I see, you know what I mean? And I hate it so much because I'm trying so hard to be dope. And so, like, <laughs> I, I, I just hate it. Yeah. So you think I handled it right? Man, to me, it sounds perfect. I, for me, I, as long as people are communicating, you know, with my yeah. friends, whatever mistakes they might make or if whatever mistakes I make, as long as we can just sit and talk it out we're human you know what i mean and everyone's going through their own thing we're all like in different like separate movies trying to be in each other's scenes (laughs) like and you know what that's and it's that's kind of crazy when you think about it like everyone's literally going through so much on their own and then trying to mesh with so many other people's worlds absolutely so then when you think of it that way you almost learn to have compassion for the human experience. Like, we're all crazy. We're Just all figuring period, it out. right? That's all it is, you know? And as long as you're willing to sit and figure it out with me, then why can't we get through all of these I'm the, Like, it's hard for me when, like, conflict arises because... Well, you never want to be the person that caused it. You don't. And even then, like, when you're in the moment, I... I'm always like immediately in the moment. I don't like an unspoken word. I don't like walking off from each other or or whatever. I don't like any like I put it I put it out there. You know what I mean? Like and so that like same here because it I hate the feeling of like it's weighing on you. Go home and yeah, you can't just see keep replaying. you're gonna know <laughs> you're everybody. gonna know exactly how I feel and why I feel that way and what I right feel that way about. There. You're and gonna not, know in not, the moment. And not everybody is like that because for me. I've been so much about, like, everybody else my entire life. Kind of what you were saying, going back to childhood, like, I've always catered to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, like oh, let me listen to this person. Let me listen to that person. But I've never been the one to be on front street and say what's going on with me because Just we're straight out. because we all in everybody's movie. Mm-hmm. I, sometimes I feel like I'm talking and nobody's listening to my lines. Like... It's my line. No, you don't. Okay, well, fuck that then. I guess I'll just go back over here. <laughs> right. So then, like, when conflict arises, for me, if I, I can't talk to you before we've reached conflict and you going off on me or some shit, I'm it's just, I check off. out. I'm just like, well, there we go. Bye. <laughs> 
and well, like see, I was the same way because and like I said, it always goes back to childhood. I had a childhood where if I had to communicate something, my mom was very temperamental, and mm-hmm. it was like door slamming. No one's talking. Yeah. Like when she was done, we were done. Mm-hmm. So I carry that with me for a long time. So if there was any conflict between me and my friends, I literally would just cut off, and I would cut people off. I would have friends for years and then suddenly just like from one conflict just never talk to them again mm-hmm. like and feeling that that was like cool in a way like oh yeah I don't you know nothing affects me but, but after doesn't I started depend- growing up I was like dude that you first of all you don't throw people away like that yeah and it says more about you mm-hmm. you know the fact that you think that that's like worth bragging that you can cut for people me, off like that's not cool at all it depends on the infraction I gotta be honest like there are certain things where I've had okay so like the friends my friends like my friends that I've had I've had for like years Mm -hmm. we've never ever ever which this is probably abnormal but we've never had like conflict when I have had conflict with people who I thought were my friends it's been of an action that is so you know vile and just so you know blatant and blatantly disrespectful that I have had no choice but to exonerate myself from, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) The friendship, like, period. You know, like, no, that's it, I'm done. And it's because of what you did, and you know what you did. And so the only reason I'm not resorting to other methods of resolution for myself (laughs) is because of the respect that I have for the time and the history that we spent together. I'm going to let you walk away. See, you know I what I'm, used, saying? I'm telling you, I was the same way. But so now, I need to change, friend. No, 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 no. Okay. You don't. No one. <laughs> you <laughs> look. You looking for a Yanla for real? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, we got hey, friend, hey, in the motherfucking bit. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not someone that thinks anyone needs to do anything because mm-hmm. it'll come to you when it's supposed to come to mm-hmm. you. There's gonna be a situation that's gonna flip the switch, so no one can expect that from you until you're ready. That's right. And for me, I was like that for a long time cutting people off it ain't nothing you know and then uh it took me getting cut off by someone that meant the world to me to then snap me out right and me like whoa this doesn't feel good right (laughs) and suddenly you know it takes you to be wounded for some light to actually come in i agree you know what i mean and that's what changed me so i don't think you need to change at all but just keep in mind that don't wait to hit a wall to wake up yeah you know what i mean that's all i have that's all i think but i think you know at the end of the day we're all gonna figure out those lessons yeah yeah i've had some really <laughs> Everyone's you're right quiet now, like, but i've yeah. had some friends that were we had argued like bad like if i if i can if i argue with you and we get it out then we're friends for life like for those life. are the ones yeah like those are the ones randomly it's just been like you're a bitch okay you're a bitch and it's like <laughs> we need to get some knee all right fine <laughs> and then it's just fine and then from there on, it's because we know how each other can be. Like, you know, those triggers and stuff like that. Because you're learning about other that's people. The, that's the most important Yeah, you're important learning the ins thing. and outs. People yeah. think I'm being, like, you know, all emo and, and, like, dissecting. And when I start talking about the triggers in childhood. But literally, every conversation you have with your boyfriend, your friend, your mom, they are speaking to you with, with uh their view of the world mm-hmm. how conscious they are of, which came from right which yeah. comes from whoever raised them whatever their environment was so literally we're all speaking to each other from our levels of consciousness and sometimes it's crazy because you don't know how much work someone's done on themselves most people haven't so no damn more- it i've done a lot <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm still doing a lot. Right. And you the know, more, and the more work you do, you know, not to sound all hippy dippy, but the more work you do, the that's when you start getting into the like, I love everyone and yeah, <laughs> kumbaya yeah. and let's yep. hold hands and it's okay, don't worry. That's totally the vibe I'm on now. That doesn't mean that you can disrespect me and I'm gonna like hug you, but right. you know, but at least I might I might have like a pause button now before I react. Yeah. You know, which is that, so necessary, absolutely, friend, right? Because now you sort of you sort of catch your impulse reactions because of your childhood. <laughs> you can pause them and be like, you're not going to take me there, you know? So maybe we need to talk and figure out why we're taking each other there because there's a chemical reaction happening right now, you know? I'll be so glad when I'm fully there because Man. even though I do that, there is a a one hundredth of me that is still like I should have whooped your motherfucking ass for what you do. You know what I but mean? And I need to let that go. Like I need there. to I need to just Right. And it'll because come. I don't, it'll come. I don't wanna hurt nobody that I that I care about. You no, know what of I mean? Not. It'll come. You save that for the people on the street. <laughs> You'd be like, okay, well motherfucker, what is it? You know what I'm saying? You can have that. Right. See, I need to figure out how to pause. I just stop. I just red octagon. Stop that. Like, it's done. And you move. And I'm done. I'm just like, all right, well, on to the next. Like, I just have to, like, go in and out. And that's why I've been successful in a lot of relationships and, like, friendships and stuff like that. But I also feel like that's where I've, like, fallen, too. Because it's like you just really not retaining any of what's happening. So do you feel like I'm? I just have one more question. Yeah, <laughs> you you the hot button issue. So do you? But do you feel like? Because like I feel like I'm a, I'm the type of dude who requires resolution. I can't have anything open ended. Oh, absolutely. I can't. Yeah, like I what? I can't. Little, I can't. It affects me so crazy now. Like it's almost crazy how I've gone from night and day. Like any of my friends that have been in my life, you know, since I was like really young, will right. tell you I'm so much more peaceful and just like wanting to resolve everything with me is resolve resolve people have done the craziest things to me that if i told you you'd be like no way in hell that person's still gonna be in your in my life right but i just i really feel like the the worse the situation is the more pain that person's spilling over with and they just need someone to actually be there to be like what is up sometimes it's all it takes is to actually ask someone what is up? Maybe they haven't been asked and they're spilling over with so much shit that it's like it's coming on to you now. Yeah. And I've witnessed myself literally dealing with situations that were so awful and then just sitting with the person and trying to figure out where it's coming from broke them down so crazy that now they're different people. And I'm not taking credit for them being different, but sometimes they just need that yeah, person. Their to reflection, be like, them points. Yeah, like where is this coming from? And they need someone to just be the catalyst for their personal reflection, you know? And we have to be conscious of being that for people. Leave people better than you found them. That's my mantra. I, my I mantra keep that is in eat mind. more chicken. That so I need too. to figure out how to line those up. But listen, you eating more chicken makes you happier, right? That's right. And if That's you're happy, right. we're all happy. That's right. So hey, as long as it ain't dry, <laughs> y'all. Yeah, as long as it's got enough seasoning center. too. Yeah, it's got to be. And hey, you know what I'm gonna tell you? A lot of people forget to use onion powder. Onion powder is essential in making chicken. But you know what? The Asians like they know what to do with some chicken. Depends. Shout out, like no, them sauces. Whether it's a good sauce, whether it's like a good like. 
Never rub, heard. a rub. <laughs> a, a dry rub. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I love y'all. We go from conflict resolution to motherfucking to chicken. chicken seasoning. That's right. <laughs> I'm having Popeyes after this. Oh, Lord. Fuck what you heard. <laughs> I want like some like some rotisserie or something. Like some I don't know if I'm Ooh. in the mood for like fried. You know what I'm right. saying? Y'all are just But you know what? I like them honey chicken wings from the Chinese spot too. Where? <laughs> well, the one by my house, obviously, but how about just how honey about ch- some some quinoa? All right, so, so we're going to move on to the next. Um, oh, I guess that segue is. I guess it's your turn. You're talking about quinoa. Yeah, so tell us about some things that's going to change our lives that's not quinoa. Let's get, See, yeah, I knew what I was doing. But let's yo. get to the wellness segment. Okay, so the wellness segment, you guys. This is a part where I would give you guys a beauty tip. Not necessarily like. A beauty tip. Right. Not necessarily just like <laughs> skincare or hair care, even though we're going to get into that too. But um, more so lifestyle. Um, I am in no way, like I said earlier, a spiritual guru. I'm in no way someone that knows any more than you do about life. But what I am is someone who has become very, very conscious in the past couple of years. And I feel that what I've learned would be cool to pass on. And then Listen to you. <laughs> you. You downplaying yourself after you just sat up here and like dissected Dustin no. and all of us. We up here thinking about our childhoods and shit. <laughs> Where I was sitting here sitting Indian style. Yeah. Right. I'm still mad about that whooping I got. For right, Remind me to tell listeners, email the show, which oh, we're going to give you the email address. Remind me to tell you about going to Hinky Dinky convenience store as hinky a child. Dinky. Hinky just remind, Dinky. Just remind me to tell you all of the Hinky Dinky right, story, Detroit. okay? Remind me to tell you, that, and that was actually Flint. Oh. So remind, yeah, remind, me anyway. to, remind me to tell you about the Hinky no, Dinky store. No. Go ahead, Frank. Yeah, go ahead, Frank. Right. I don't even know if we want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not reminded, no. Um, but like I was saying, I, I don't know anything that you don't already know. The only thing I can do is just wake something up in you, hopefully. So, my wellness segment will be a lot of really cool stuff. We're going to do lifestyle, but most importantly, which to me is going to be the fun part, is getting Dustin and Asante to try. Oh, hell no. <laughs> to try a lot Damn. of my concoctions. Fran, I ain't getting in that tub. I'm not putting no, no leaves have, and petals and listen. shit. In I'm not eating no quinoa. I'm listen. changing my life, but I can't go that far. No, listen, listen. We're going to have y'all with Manuka honey on your face. I know a girl named Manuka. <laughs> oh my god, this dude. Yeah. Is that what kind of honey I just put in my teeth? No, no it's not. That was definitely bargain store honey right there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh excuse me. No, but we're gonna be uh, you know, discussing herb bats, all the cool things that I've discovered on what my kind of herbs. Not those. We're going to be discussing all the different things that I have found on my journey towards healthier living um, in hopes that you guys can try them out. Dustin and Asante are very unfiltered, as you guys know, so they will give you guys the very, very honest (laughs) feedback on my concoctions, which I think would be fun um, because that way you guys will see if it worked and if it's, you know, something you want to try. But today, because it's the first episode, I didn't want to just jump into a tip. I felt like that might be too abrupt. So I thought, you know, since we're all getting to know each other, it might be cool. You, you can't give the people like a simple something to try? No, like, You can't today. give us like a mantra or something? Well, I already did. Leave people better oh, than you Oh, eat more chicken. Them. Sorry. Right. Yep, I have one already. That one too. Yep. So what we're going to do today is discuss something that I feel is very important. Tipping. Which is... No. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) We're going to discuss social media and the pressures 
of being online right now with everything that's happening in the world and um, having to see all these videos and constant visuals of you know the police brutality and the hashtags every day and how to be supportive of the movement that we're all pushing forward to try to get things to change while also not losing yourself and your sanity your mental health mental hygiene so i really wanted to discuss with you guys um those of you listening of course and asante and dustin just the different things that you are doing to stay sane right now because it's important that we support this movement it affects all of us it affects our friends our families um you know we you'd be surprised how retweets reblogs going out to the protests so necessary right but how do we do that and find the balance to not lose ourselves because if you're not healthy mentally you're not going to be of much service to your community right so i know for me you know that's where the herb baths and kind of logging off sometimes there's this weird guilt that you feel sometimes like i know i've caught myself uh, you know, in my, like I was saying, taking my herb baths or, or at home kind of relaxing, maybe watching Netflix and then feeling that weird guilt in the back of my mind. Like, yeah. there are people dying. There are people protesting. Yeah. There are activists right now that have been on the front line since Ferguson. Like, mm-hmm. and here you are, like, chilling, oil, like putting coconut oil in your body, <laughs> like, you know, and it's yeah. a weird it's a sense guilt. of guilt. Yep. Like, am I not doing enough? Am I not? really contributing you know but then i have to catch myself and i'm like you know you're still a human that needs to be taken care of and like i said if you are not in a good place mentally then how much service can you really provide to those around you yeah so those are the things that i do you know meditating clearing my head like i said logging off making sure that i'm not on the internet on the weekends like i the internet yep. doesn't exist for me i i go and play with my godson in the park have picnics with my friends go to my mom's house like go to the movies and just remember that there's a world outside of the heaviness that's taking place not to lose my connection to it but to also understand that i have to stay healthy Absolutely. So what are the things that you guys are doing to kind of find that balance, if you've even found that balance? Deleting my Twitter. Well, yeah, Twitter is <laughs> that, Asante. That's, uh, honestly, that's part of the reason I deleted it. I was just talking to Crystal like a couple of weeks ago. Shout out to Crystal and Kifri of the Read. Absolutely. Our family. Our siblings. Um, right. <laughs> uh, I was just telling her a couple of weeks ago like how I feel guilty sometimes because she has this platform and this voice that people can hear her. So it's important that she shares that. And then it's like I was getting on Twitter and I was just looking at everybody talk about what they're talking about. And then I get caught in hashtag searches under Ferguson, Sandra Bland, like all these different bad, terrible things happening. And it's like, you know, I'm on the Internet looking at all this shit happening. I work in a restaurant, luckily, so it's dramatic as fuck. But I work in a restaurant where it's predominantly white customers that coming in and you overhear them saying certain things or looking at you a certain way. And it's like. I just found out another black person was shot and I'm sitting on right. here getting called boy by you or, you know, discounting my service and for you have somebody. to almost try to not be, well, not that you cannot be affected. Yeah, I don't even think that's possible. Disconnect. You, yeah, you have to try You're to You're compartmentalizing all of these feelings that you have on top of your own life. Like, you know, mm-hmm. outside of sitting at home and playing video games sometimes or just listening to music and being high, like, 
I still have to deal with family back home. Right. <laughs> on top of, you know, friends, on top of bills. On top, like, everybody has all this shit going on. And then there's all this shit going on right here on our soil. And it's just, you start to feel guilty after a while. It's like, well, what am I doing? What am I using my platform for? So I kind of just deleted my Twitter. Not to say that I had a big following on there anyway to do something about change. But I think a lot of us do get discouraged. Yeah. Not I mean, feeling like gets, we have that. Especially when you have a platform. I know I, someone sent me... An anonymous, it's always an anonymous message. Oh, God. You know how those go. Mm -hmm. um, say, they were mad at me and told me that they weren't going to read my blog anymore because uh, I didn't mention um, one of the cases, you know, that, that one of the police brutality cases that had taken place. And they thought that it was unfair that I'd only mentioned, you know, X, Y, and Z, but I didn't mention this one and they weren't going to read Because, you know, and I, and I just felt this heaviness because it's like, Listen, a lot of us are struggling with so much in our personal lives that you yeah. guys don't even know. And we're trying to save face half the time to create these platforms to make you laugh, to make you eat better, to make you do this and make you do that. You know, and, and it's a balance for us as well, you know, and I try my best to stay uh you know, putting out the information that my platform is about while also being very conscious of the things that are happening with the different cases and police, police brutality and the visuals and the videos and the hashtags and trying to make sure that there's like a balance because I also don't want to create an emotional assault on my readers either. Maybe Thank some you. people don't want to see that. And, you know, and I, I don't want to be that person that's constantly, you know, they're coming to my site and then they're seeing all these things i don't know what they went through you know my, my goal is to find uh to be the person that's bringing different energy you know and and i think one thing that needs to be respected when you do have platforms is that people are going to serve different roles within thank you the revolution that's taking place there's right. going to be the person that their role is actually to make you laugh and then there's going to be the other person that their role is actually to tell you what to meal plan for right. the week and everyone, it's like we're like an ant farm in a way. Everyone yeah. is pulling their weight. And I think it's hard when people are assuming that what you're doing isn't pulling your weight. Right. You know, because it's not what they and expect it's unfair. it to be. It's extremely unfair right. to me. I don't, I, 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 and I'm sick of that shit, right? Personally, I feel like certain things have an intended purpose okay right. and and we live in an age where social media has made everything so fucking personal and i'm so glad that there's a shift and people are using their social media um platforms to brand themselves make it specific you don't just because i have a youtube channel or just or a person rather has a youtube channel or just because they have a website that's devoted to something that does not mean that you're obligated to speak on any damn thing that means that you have that outlet to use at your discretion and it's specific to whatever your brand is i cannot stand when those people get on twitter get on in your youtube comments or whatever well you can talk about love and hip-hop, but you ain't talking about this and that. Right. Motherfucker, I don't have to. I'm talking about what I want to talk about on my shit, and yep. that's okay. And that doesn't mean that I'm ignoring that. That doesn't mean any of that. How dare they disrespect this great thing that you have created? Hey, friend, hey, this site that's so rich and full of information and, and so... Uh, beneficial for so many different people how dare you like discredit that and minimize it as if 
you're obligated to talk about because mind pay attention to the words they use well you didn't mention this right this isn't about that right i don't have to mention that you came here for something else get the fuck out of my comments with that i i hate that yeah and i've yeah. seen a lot of spiritual gurus that i love and respect that you know they do such a great job at uh, keeping high frequencies online and saying all of the things that we need to hear. You know, like that's their job. Their job is to uh, put out tweets and things that they know are going to make people feel safe and connected and going to resonate. And sometimes that's okay. And yep. that's their job. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them might not be tweeting the hashtags and might not be tweeting the visuals, but then you have the activists that are, you know what I mean? So it's like everyone has their role. And I think there's this weird thing online where people expect everyone to just yeah. be a part of the emotional assault. But and what all did of, you say about such and such? And people, right. they just also need to understand that sometimes it's important for people to not say anything to it's, detach because not even just that but like some people don't know what the fuck they be talking about like some uh, that was one thing that pissed me off on twitter too people that don't talk about ferguson or anything like that and have not that you know tell jokes all day all of a sudden are just talking about it's important that you march and rally and then giving the wrong ass information right. and it's like no you shouldn't do that <laughs> so sometimes it's important to say Hey, I'm Hey Friend. Hey, and I want to make your life better so you can mentally get through what's going on in and the I, news. And I think that's the part that I felt so heavy because you know we're all sensitive at yeah. the end of the day. When you whether it's an anonymous, whether it's mm -hmm. it's someone telling you I'm not gonna support you, I'm not gonna read, you're gonna feel a way whether they're right or wrong. And you know, but it made me feel a way because it's like my entire brand is based on helping us stay elevated. Right. So I'm sorry that I may not be posting these videos. I'm sorry that I may no, not don't be posting apologize. every hashtag. Well, no, I say I'm sorry <laughs> no, no, because no. it made someone feel a way. Right. I'm sorry for that. You know, but I'm trying my best with what I know is my role online. And that's all you can do. And that's really all I can do because the reality is I'm, I can't. I know for me, those videos, those hashtags have been so heavy I can't even be of service and help people if I know that it's making me feel like I'm going to break down emotionally because I'm so I'm I'm so like, you know, it's, it's some people can take it. Some people watch it. I've seen them retweet every video and they just pushing it out. And, and I'm like, well, I'm glad someone can. Absolutely. But I'm just not that person because every time I see those videos, I f my heart feels like it's going to explode. Like I get so emotional. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how I can be the one to pass that energy on. You know what yeah. I mean? So, it's hard to watch, let alone right. trying to be somebody else's shoulder. To right. So I think together. one thing that I, I just hope we can all, even those listening that may not have a platform, don't feel guilty if this is really emotional for you and you need to log off. Like, it's okay. You know what I mean? All of this stuff is, is we're all pushing in different ways. We're all creating our projects. We're all trying to support each other, creating opportunities for our peers and young ones and initiatives and charities. And we're do, we're pulling our weight yep. however we can, you know, and, and I think that's what the focus should be and not so much what you're not doing, you know, and, and yeah. it, there's just so much tension surrounding it, it you so know, hard. and it gets really tricky because I, I sometimes I'm just like, I don't even know what to say half the time, you know, I do. And it, it is hard. I mean, when you see a hashtag and then he I don't want to post 
a recipe. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> you know? how am I talking about quinoa when someone just got killed? You know, it, it does put you in that position where you just don't even know what's right sometimes. And another thing is that I think people think we have it all figured out too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we just are you. We're weirdos that talk to ourselves in our homes with right. cameras. That doesn't mean that I have life figured out any more than you do. I'm, sometimes I don't know what to say. I don't know what to tweet. You know, and I I just I get sad just hoping that we're not all at home. Like, so you know, it's well, this to stuff me, is devastating. Like you can see straight through bullshit, right? The whole point of um, someone who has visibility offering up a sentiment or something to uh, having something to say about a, a a a very sensitive social issue like that, like Black Lives Matter, and all of these young black men that are being killed, you know. For no fucking reason. The whole point of someone that has visibility saying something like about that is for it to be heard and have an impact. You can tell immediately when a celebrity or whoever the fuck tweets something, you know, relative to this movement. You can tell immediately if they tweeted it just for the sake of tweeting yeah, it about or if it's something that they're really passionate about. Right. It cheapens and, and it, it just takes away from the validity and like the, the legitimacy of that and the and and the purpose of offering a statement up when you say it just for the hell of it right so it's disgusting just to, to me involved yeah. Yeah. yeah or to satisfy you know someone who may have gone into your comments and said oh well fuck you because you didn't say anything about it right. you don't say anything just to say it you say something about it to bring awareness and to have some type of impact right. and as a person who reads that you can tell immediately who really is passionate and working and involved in the effort and who is tweeting about it because it's the thing to do and they want people to know that they've tweeted about it. Right. You can tell immediately. So for me, I just feel like everybody needs to stay in their lane. You know what your purpose is. You know right. why you do what you exactly. do. Stay true to that. And if if along the way, you know, you're incited to offer something up, offer then it because always, always. you can tell yeah. it's sincere and it's meaningful and it'll work it'll right. do the job that that offering something up like that is supposed to do yeah otherwise and I, and I fuck think, it you know and it is important that we all support everyone's moves towards you know all of these things that we're working on right now with the hope you know I'm getting stuck mm-hmm. in my words. Cause it's like, <laughs> how do you even say it? But yeah, it's hard. You with know? the activists that are online, is what I'm saying. All the th- them being on the front line, you want to be as supportive as possible. Because when you think of it, what they're doing is like, whoa! You what know? a sacrifice! Like right? I'm at home. Yeah, they're in the front. I'm worried about this bill that I need to pay, and they're right. out here making sure that I have, like, we have that rights, I can do and that. I can walk out my house and not get right. shot. Like, so then it's that it's it's a very it's a very thin line of of wanting to kind of keep your distance to stay sane, but also making sure that you are being supportive of the things that are affecting your life as well. So I say all that to say, find your balance and don't allow anyone to guilt you, you know, into participating in things that you know emotionally you can't. And I think that's the hardest part with social media. That's why I know Asante was like, I'm off of Twitter. Asante is like, you know what? Fuck, Fuck all of this. Fuck this. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Because, you know, you get trapped in them hashtags, and then you look at all the media that's posted around it, and then you see everything that's been retweeted. Right. And then you see friends that have been, like, locked up and then are being released. Right. And it you just, just it's so emotional, uh. and it's, it's a lot going on right now, but... You know, that's why we're hoping that this wellness segment, this is our contribution to 
all of us finding a way to stay sane through all of the changes that are happening right now. So that's I just wanted to give a little bit of background on why we decided as a team that that would be an important part of this show because you know, it is fun to crack jokes and talk about our favorite shows and all those things, but we do understand that we do have a platform, we do have a responsibility. So why not while we may not be specifically referring to hashtags, specifically referring to the videos, we are specifically referring to you though. And Absolutely. hoping that yeah. you are okay and everyone listening and I and for me that's if that's the most we can do then that's the most we can do. And we're going to make sure to knock that out. So hopefully you'll enjoy those segments. And, and now plus, we'll move on. Oh, well, plus, not yet. <laughs> in addition Fran to- has the coolest shit ever. <laughs> like, we will be in conversations and we'll be like, Fran, you know, X, Y, Z should be like, actually, there's this stone. And if you put it on top of this, or do that, I'll be like, damn, like, okay, what? If you so go to sleep with this stone, that. you wake up with, like, it's like, what? <laughs> damn right. So in the vein of maintaining wellness and in the vein of offering something for help, we're going to segue right on into our next segment, which is so huge and so dope. And I'm so looking forward to it. And it is called Asking for a Friend. Asking for a Friend, which there's a story behind that that we'll tell you guys one day. Um, <laughs> but Asking for a Friend is the section of our podcast where we will actually be responding to um, email submissions that we're going to get from you, our listeners, asking for our take on things. It could be advice. It could be our views on something. It, it could be our perspective, whatever. You all are our friends here at the Friend Zone, and we'll be asking those questions on your behalf. Uh, moving forward, if you would like your your question answered, if you would like advice on something or whatever it is that you want to ask us, the official email address for you to uh to solicit us, I guess, right, would be thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Send your email submissions into thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com, and every week we will spend a large chunk of our podcast answering your questions <laughs> we and have helping time? you out. Do, how much time do we have today to Let's spend? do one. You oh, want to do one no, or two? You know, then they're going to think we're going to talk to them this long every week. Because we're not. <laughs> This week we just wanted to kind of introduce ourselves. Yeah, we ourselves. wanted to kind of dig a little deep for the first one just to, to set a nice little tone of the roles that each of us are going to play. But That's right. But yeah, I mean, I think we have time for one at least, right? Well, let's do it. And this, this one I think we'll be able to do something with. Okay. So this email says, hey, guys, I met this person five years ago while we were both in relationships. For that reason, I did not entertain him. We began talking and eventually had relations once we were both single. Wait, once we I'm were both sorry. single. Just just run it back one good time. <laughs> Let's do it again. Just one good time. Hey guys, I met this person five years ago while we were both in relationships, okay. right? All right. For that reason <laughs> for that reason, I did not entertain him. We began talking and eventually did have relations when we were both single. Upon seeing that he was not over and possibly entertaining his ex, I worked very hard to detach and eventually sever ties with him entirely. For almost a year, he pursued me still, even though I ignored him and explicitly told him to leave me alone. I even went as far as to say that I no longer wanted him at one point. 
That wasn't necessarily true, but I felt leaving him alone was the best and right thing to do, no matter how hard it was. For months, he went to many extremes to get back in touch with me. After proclaiming to have serious feelings for me and begging to remain in his life the way that I did before, I decided to give him a chance because, as I previously stated, I do have feelings for him. However, when I gave him the chance, signs that he might still be dealing with his ex or an ex-girlfriend that he briefly dated during our fallout started to show. This makes me feel inclined to leave him alone again for my best interest. We argue about these things constantly, but every time I try to leave him alone, he doesn't respect my decision or accept it. I do want and I do care about this person, but I am willing to step back and let the pieces fall where they may. I don't see the rationale behind his actions. There are a number of aspects as to why I even give it a second thought. Ultimately, I'm not sure if I should be patient or make a permanent decision and ignore my feelings. What should I do? What should I do? Take the three or take the two? Oh, man. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this is not my lane or my business. So what you think they should do, though? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Stalker. Right. <laughs> I, OK. So like for me, Let right, I believe in paying Mike attention to the signs. Right. Especially even in my efforts to be like the best me and be considerate of other people. Things just are what they are. And if you have been exhibiting patterns, right, in your behavior of doing the same shit over and over again, especially something as emotionally devastating as you entertaining someone else in an intimate way when we're supposed to be doing that to each other, like, there's no getting past that. Once you have visited that, kind of fixed it and moved past it, and then for you to continue doing that over and over again, what the fuck is left? You know what I'm saying? It's not an issue of being patient at that point as much as it is an issue of you determining how your relationship is going to work. Because if you allow that and you continue to allow it, that's what the person's going to do. And uh, and and really, it's not even about them feeling as if they're doing something disingenuous or malicious. At that point, they're just existing in the the, the boundaries that you have not really set. Like, you've told them it's okay, so they're being themselves. Mm -hmm. You have to decide if that's the kind of person that you want to be with, if that's the energy that you want around you, and if that's some stress that you feel like you are able to manage, right? And if not, then there's your decision. If you feel like you've done it this far and and you feel like you can continue doing that, then stay in the shit. But if, if, if not, it's time to go. You know what I'm saying? What do you think, friend? Oh, boy. Let me know. Let me know. Before you get started, for me, I just really want to say this because it's going to be hard for me to give advice on this sort of thing only because when I deal with one other person, I don't like to deal with every, like I'm learning right now actually to deal with people and everything that they come with, right? Right. So to deal with one other person and them coming with another person that they want (laughs) to like keep expressing interest to on the side like for me I just really would not want to be in a situation like that because of where I am right now I'm learning to be more selfish and if another person comes into that situation I still want to give them the due diligence of giving you know them a chance but if they're trying to give me a chance and someone else a chance then that's counterproductive for me and I feel like it's harder to build with someone if they're focused on what could be with someone else and that's a situation where I just for me personally, I couldn't deal with that. So, what if it's not them focusing on what could be? What if it's just them interacting, right? 
like like just seeing each other at parties and and not even seeing each other at parties but you find out that they have been like okay here we go so say you this will help us answer this person's question so say you find out that they've just maintained contact with someone that they used to be with as far as and have kept it a secret from you spent time together but you see and you read in the messages that it's not you know indicative of them like planning for a future escape together or anything like that it's just they've been hanging out and the person knows that it'll make you uncomfortable so they hide it from you how do you respond to that if you've had to if you've kept it a secret from me then that's problem number one and and several flags right there for me Hmm. friend (laughs) See, my biggest issue with people is the whole playing pretend. Mm -hmm. Like, I have gotten to a point (laughs) where I I can admit I'm a lot more accepting of people being who they are. I understand that when you sign up to someone, you sign up to the good, the confusing, the bad. I mean, they can either lie to you about it or you can either accept it. Not saying you have to accept what makes you uncomfortable, but you you like to work with someone right. else within reason. Within reason. Okay. So exactly, it's nothing that's <laughs> making your life difficult or unbearable or giving you anxiety. Obviously, you don't have to put yourself through that for anybody. But I do nope. feel that there are some people you'll come across in your life that you have just a little more tolerance for than usual. You know, because the connection is just there. It's too bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh-huh. Go ahead, friend. <laughs> How do I come back from that one? Um right. So <laughs> Uh-huh. Sometimes it bees like that. Sometimes. So, you know, so what I'm saying is now I can't I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. No, but you were saying that you know you accept people where they They're, are. You're yeah. gonna find those connections sometimes where for whatever reason, Lord only knows why, mm-hmm. your tolerance for a person's bullshit is just a little higher than it may have been for your last person in your life. And you're gonna, you know, be willing to talk things through and figure things out but the reality is that can't be done if the person is playing pretend and yep. that has been my biggest issue I've told men that I've dated listen you can tell me this that and the other and even with you saying that they can't it's and like you, a trap it sounds like a trap right you know and so I think the hardest part and I think even for me in my relationships my biggest struggle has been letting go I'm horrible at letting go. Yeah. Usually I'm the one that has to be like, you know, something really bad has to happen or I'm the one that has to be left. Like there's, I'm really bad at letting go. Those are my personal <laughs> emotional <laughs> issues. <laughs> but, you know, clearly it sounds like they have the same issues. Neither one of them want to let go knowing that this clearly isn't working. Because if you can't just say things as they are, then who are you dating? What's the yeah. point? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there's sometimes there's a fear that's present when you know that your behavior is motivated by something that will ultimately disappoint a person that you care a lot about. And make them leave. And you don't want to do that. Right. And you feel like you can buy some time to kind of work shit out, you know, on (laughs) your own. But all that really does is just set up, you know. Waste the other person's time. And your own. So it's just it's just hard. And sometimes, I don't know, sometimes people do things that are really fucked up, but the reasoning and the motivation behind it is not. 
And so once they share that with you, it kind of makes you consider where they are and what's going on. And it makes you more open to it. The flip side of that is some people don't give a fuck and they're just like, so if you feel like, okay, do I take this chance and share with this person? Listen, I know this is going to disappoint you, but here's what happened and here's why, you know, they then have the option of staying on board or making a left. You know what I'm saying? And that's the part where the fear comes in and you're like, but you know, what's the craziest part that I've learned is that more often than not, you just telling a person the truth will maybe get you the most time. I mean, that'll buy you the most. The craziest part is that that's, I know it's a scary option to reveal yourself (laughs) to someone fully because all of us are so scared to do that. Everybody wants to be half invested, a little bit invested, not too much, you know, to protect themselves. But the reality is, Sometimes the more you reveal yourself clearly, I mean, think of it logically, the stronger the bond may actually be. Right. But no one wants to take that chance. So what should she do? What do you think? Five years. That's a long time. That is a long time. That is a long time. What what struck a chord with me. That's a long time for him to have not figured out what he wants. I know. And And I think he's letting her know very much so who he is and what he wants. I think that this was a great learning experience for her to take (laughs) to the next and be the best. So you're saying she needs to hit it. You know, I hate the thought of telling someone that they need to leave something behind. But when Roll it's a situation, out. <laughs> you she needs to go. <laughs> what in the world is in that bag? What you no, got in that, that bag? bag. <laughs> um, a couple of cans of fish. <laughs> Sorry, I know that. Uh, for me, I just really feel like sometimes you do meet people where they are and you can ride on that journey with them for as long as you want. But at some point. If they don't become part of your journey, then you need to, you know, Say that. go on ahead and move on. That's exactly it. Because I don't chase exact- them, I replace them. <laughs> so my journey okay. is always solo dolo for right now. No, seriously, I I think you couldn't have said it better than that. It there. Listen, and this is me. I'm 33 now. I'm, you know, I'm an old folk. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> Been around the block. But you carrying I would, a stone I, around with you because you don't look like you know 33. But right? go ahead. I've been around the block and I'm still looking for parking. <laughs> go ahead, Fred. <laughs> uh, this, this. <laughs> go ahead, Fred. Okay. Y'all are so funny. No, what I will say is like Asante said, there, everyone you meet is going to give you some kind of battle. That's just the yep. reality. It's very rare that you're going to meet someone and it's going to be rainbows and butterflies. It might be for like, cause that'll be a battle year. in itself. If it's <laughs> rainbows and butterflies, right? then you already know. But one thing I've learned is that every single person you meet, there's going to be some kind of uphill battle and some people are just going to be worth it more than others. But the biggest thing is going to be that there's has to come a point where that person says, listen, I have been <laughs> difficult. This is who I am, and I want better. Right. And we have these wounds. Our wounds may match. Maybe they don't. But the point is we both want to get rid of them. And if they don't come at you with that. Then fuck them. Right. I mean, you know, I'm not going to say that. But right. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Then fuck them, right, friend? <laughs> yeah. There, there it has is. to be the will to change at some point. And it doesn't sound like he's even looking in that direction. Right. Maybe. My thing, Go ahead. No, I was going to say, maybe it might take her leaving for them to realize, and like, damn. sometimes that could be I'm her sitting here, whole purpose. you know, talking to this person, having secrets and, and shit, but this might be. The problem with that is that if you leave, 
it should be a final decision. Well, I'm not saying and she even, should leave to get him to wake up, but right. Like I hate it when people do that when they're but like, some, no. But sometimes your only job in someone's life was to, to prepare them, them to be better for someone else, yeah. and that's a very hard reality to accept. Is but it? it's the truth. Oh, well, it because you feel people. like you lost. Well, when you love someone, I mean, and, and well, you, yeah. If you, especially if you invested in their growth. Absolutely. And someone else it does the hurt. Benefits, You're right. That hurts. All I could, all I could think about is sometimes I have to take a deep breath and say, you know what? I have to remember that I was such a bad bitch that now that this person <laughs> can go into their next relationship, this shit, they have me to thank for for that. Like I have to look at shit like that. That's exactly. I mean, and, in other words, that's real. <laughs> I have a lot of theories and stuff on breakups and all that kind of shit, which I'm sure we'll explore as this show goes on. Right. But I believe that every decision that you make in a relationship should be motivated for the greater good. Always. Whatever that means. And that's hard because we have the tendency (laughs) to want everything to be selfish. But Shit. It's true. I can't buy that package just yet without knowing what's in it. We'll everybody stay tuned for the show because yeah. that that's a morsel of something that I can't wait to see for the rest of this. Yeah, I do. I believe all that should be motivated toward the greater good. I believe that when you break up with a person, before you even have the conversation with them and let them know that you're breaking up with them, I believe that you should have worked diligently to forgive not only them but also yourself. Forgive them for whatever they fucked up and did. Forgive yourself for the mistakes that you made. And I believe that breakups are like a final decision. I don't believe in getting upset with someone and then saying, you know what, that's it. No, and you break up. And also forgiving yourself for what you were willing to accept. Absolutely. Because a lot of the times we're so quick to point a finger. Yep. But, but you, also you have to rolled with it. Right, we right. all played a role. And there's a reason. And like we said earlier, it almost always goes back to childhood. I mean. You knew they had bad feet when you got with them. So now you <laughs> mad because the motherfucker took their shoes off, their socks off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh That's your, you knew what time it was. <laughs> Do you, you knew it was an ingrown it? toenail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do, you, well, Do you want to talk anyway. about it? I think on that note. We should wrap it up. We should wrap it up. The first episode, right? Oh, my right? fucking gosh. What'd you guys think? You know, I really <laughs> wanted to be more ratchet, but I guess that's all I am anyway, We're have so, so we'll do that time. later. We have so many This chances. was really good, though. I'm really glad we got to talk about all this shit. Right. Me too. And it's just a preview, you guys, so... We're really excited to bring this to you. Don't forget to email us your submissions for advice or questions that you want to ask us to the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Once again, all email submissions go to the friend zone at yeah. loudspeakersnetwork.com. Here we are on Loudspeakers Network. This is your DJ Dustin Ross on the midnight ride home. And uh, <laughs> up next, we got uh, Changing Faces. With Get out. Remember Changing Faces? Quiet Storm over Changing here. Faces was the shit. I'm going to listen to that when we leave tonight. All right, y'all. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so welcome <laughs> to the you. friend zone. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I'm, that's right. I really wish we were recording this because people need to see that I can't, I can't even talk some of the time. I'm just looking at you like, what in the motherfuck is going on right now? We love y'all. Thank you for listening. Love you. Bye. 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 See y'all ass next week.